0: Um, we in the Harav Benon Ohr Daf Yomi Shiur are now about to do Daf Noon, which will start from the bottom of Mem Tet Amud Bet. I don't know. I don't have one. Okay. Lulni Sarah Bat Dachel. Anyone who would like to look for a sponsor, speak to Carl Pindick. Says says the Gemara. We left off. We had just done the Mishnah, and the Mishnah had said, Mizamnim, uh, and there was a Machloket. One rabbi says that you make either shilosha, you make Nivarech, and if you have four, you do Barechu. Ten, you do Nivarech Elokenu, and eleven, you make Barechu Elokenu. If you have from eleven, if you have a hundred, I'm sorry. If you have from eleven until ten till a million, it's the same. The next rabbi says, from a hundred you say a different version. In a hundred and one you'll say In a thousand you say Kenu And if you have a thousand, you say And then if you have ten thousand, you say the the language of Elokei Yisrael, but nevarach la Hashem Elokei Elokei Yisrael, and Yoshev Akiruvim. Okay, let's go to the Gemara. Amar Shemuel, Shemuel says the following: Le'olam al yotzi Adam et atzmo mina klal. A person should never take himself out of the klal. You stay with everybody else. Now, the difference they're pointing out over here is different between Nivarech and Barechu. The word Nivarech means let us bless. He's including himself in. Barechu, you're telling people, bless Hashem. Okay? So Shmuel's claiming that a person should always include himself, and therefore, Nivarech is better than Barechu. Says Rashi, even though if you have four, you're allowed to tell the other three baruchu. Right? If you were only three, since they need you to do it, you can't say You have to say But at four, you're allowed to say baruchu. But even though you're allowed to, don't. Rather include yourself in. That's shemul. Okay. We said in the Mishnah But the Mishnah says If you have three plus you You say Baruch Hu. So how could you tell me That you should never take yourself out Then why would the Mishnah say That you could say Baruch Hu? <coughs> Says the Gemara Emma rather say in the Mishnah Af Baruch Hu. When we said three plus one Says Baruch Hu, We don't mean you should say Baruch Hu. We mean you can say Baruch Hu. But don't. Ummikomakom, still, Nibarech Adif. Saying Nibarech is better. Right? Ah. Umkomakom Nibarech Adif. You could say Varechu, but still, Nibarech is better. Why? Damar of Adabar Abba, Amri Beirav, Tanina, Vav. We learned in the Mishnah, which is the next Mishnah. Vav, if a guy, if there's six guys eating berkat together, nechlekin, they can split up into two groups of three. Ad until you get ten. Once you get ten, since you can say elukenu, you're not allowed to split no more. So now, that's the end of the quotes of the Mishnah. Right. I understand if you tell me is better. That's why you're allowed to split. You can split when you have six because since nevarech is better, and three could say nevarech, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, and three could say nevarech, so therefore you could split. But if barechu was really better, then how could you split at six? When you split at six, you're causing yourself not to have four. You should only you should need eight to split. Does, there, does everyone get what I said? No, because barechu is better. Okay. We, we want to say Nevarech is better. We want to say Nevarech is better. Say, how could you split from six is not enough to have a four, right? Exactly. Right. So you need so, eight to split at right. four. So therefore, the fact that the Mishnah totally lets you split percent. at six, that means the Nevarech be is just as good as barucho. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't let you split. Is everyone with me? Good. So we prove from, from the next Mishnah. Ellav, Shmamina Nevarech Adif. We see Nevarech is better. Shmamina. Okay, we see. Now, technically, we don't really see Nevarech is better. It could be just equal. We don't, we don't really see, it. but that's that's what the, the, the point of the Mishnah over here. How is how, how is that shvaminah nevarach better? Well, way around. if baruchu would have been better, right? Be then be then be they wouldn't let you split with six people because you, you're losing a your baruchu mm-hmm. Four people could say baruchu three could only say nevarach. So if if you had six people eating okay, together, okay. we could have Hu'd it, right. and now instead of badechhuing it. We're neverching it, Mm -hmm. and the Torah is letting us split. Why are you letting it? You split it to make it worse, right? Obviously, it's it's at least even. Okay, okay. Tanya Hachi. we have a writer that supports this as well. Ben Shama Baruchu, Ben Shama Nevarech. Whether you said Baruchu or whether you said Nevarech. and Tovsino Toalkach. We don't, we don't pick on you for that. Van and those who pick. And when they pick on you, but if you're a picker guy, then they will bother you about that. Right? Which means they're going to tell you to say, We're going to say a new thing now. The way the guy says his bilachot, you can tell if he's a scholar or if he's not. Ketzar, how does it work? Rebi Omer, if the guy says, Ubituvo, Hayinu, hareze tamir haham. Umituvo, hareze bur. Bur is worse than Amaretz. Okay? So, the guy says, Umituvo Hayinu. he's a real loser. If the guy says, Ubituvo, Hayinu, beautiful, tamir haham. What's the difference? It seems like, when you say, Umituvo, there's a, Okay, so in this version, you don't have it on the sides. Um, the other version, they had all, all sorts of perushim on the side. They wanted to say that when you're saying, um, vo And when you're saying that, you're saying, vo, So, vo means that we're taking some of Hashem's goodness. Bituvo means everything we have is Hashem's. Mituvo, you are taking some of Hashem's goodness. You are mentioning the goodness that's in this world, and you are not mentioning the goodness in the next world. Something like that. Okay. Amale Avayim, Avdemi, V'aktiv. How could you say right? V'aktiv doesn't it say the pasuk Umverchatecha Yevorach Bet Avdecha Le'Olam? It says Umibirkotecha and from your blessing, uh, my servant should be blessed forever. The pasuk over there, referring to David melech, says that David says to Hashem, from your goodness, uh, my my house should always be blessed. And he says the word, Mituvecha. and we said before that the me is NG. What's going on? It says, no. What Different when you're talking about a praise of Hashem, or you're asking something from Hashem. So if you're praising Hashem, you don't say, umi You say, bituvo. But if you're asking for something, you don't want to ask for all Hashem's greatness. You're supposed to ask for a little bit. It's okay to ask just a little bit. That's considered manners. So therefore you don't say, umi um, um, b'chotecha, in a request of Hashem, which David was doing, that's totally appropriate. and doesn't make David, chas v'shalom, abur. But when you're praising, what you're saying what Hashem praised you, then you don't say, mituvo. Why is it good even when you're asking Hashem for something? It says in the, in the Pasuk, Oh, widen your mouth and I'll fill it up. Which means, ask for more and more. Hashem's got plenty. There's no reason to limit it. Why? I, I understand the, the difference that you're making. That one is asking for something and one is not. But either way, it's inappropriate to say, Mituvcha. No, When we said you can ask for everything. That's talking about Deveret You can ask Hashem to come a Moshe Feinstein. You can ask Hashem to be anyone you want. When it comes to these things, it's okay to, to limit. You don't have to ask for everything. <coughs> Tanya. We learned in the Brita. Rabbi Omer Rabbi says, If a guy says, If a guy "haham"? If it's Chayinu, Betuvo Chayinu. But if it says Betuvo Chayim, Hareze Bur, this guy's also Bur. Right? Don't say Chayim, you say Chayinu, all of us. Not Chayim, life. Okay? Uh, Naharbalai matni ipcha. In Naharbalai, they say the opposite. They say that Chayim is the right one, and Chayinu is wrong. Velet hilchata ki Naharbalai. We don't follow the Naharbalais. Okay. A new statement. Amar am Rabbi It says, "Nevarach sheachalnu mishlo." How does <laughs> it Tamir Haham? This guy's Tamir Ham. But it Nivarech "Nevarach leMisha achalnu mishlo." If you say "sheachalnu," if you say "leMisha achalnu," it's wrong. How does it boot? That guy's a boot. I'm a LeRav Acha Brey velanu et in the haggadah we say Niberech How can you say "Lemi"? is Ng. Because so, in the Biraqa of the Haggadah, it's Lemisha Salavo Teenu Velanu, Et Kwala Nisima Elu, Ah Islaim Right, that's that's the standard uh So don't tell me "Lemi" to to he is no good. Look we do in the Haggadah, Amale. Hata kuchabrichu. Seems like the problem over here it lemi. It sounds like you might be talking about somebody else. But when you could be talking, you could be talking about the Baha'i. You could be talking about let's bless the guy who we ate from. And the guy we ate from could be the sponsor the guy who sponsored today's Kiddush. And therefore, in order to avoid that. You say nevarach she'achalnu. She'achalnu is that we ate of. That we have not, me not the person. Now, <clears throat> so if so, if you're telling me that lemi could might refer to a person, how do we throw it in the Haggadah? So this over there, sister, it's since since, we're since we're the seder, that. it's obvious, and we're talking about big miracles. That's obvious because we're not we're not thanking out the guy who sponsored the kibbeh for saving us from his time. Okay, you can say that during the seder <coughs> that uh, the whole miracle of. of Leaving Mitzrayim the same for our forefathers, wasn't directly to us, and the food we're actually eating from the food. Oh, that's that's the difference. Anything yeah, that's I'm the difference? Allah. Could be. I hear. Okay, but that's not what the Gemara sounds like. Nisima, the Nisima yeah, thing. Good. Okay, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan also said, but Baruch she'achanu mishlo. If say Baruch she'achanu mishlo, that how But if you say Alamazon she'achanu. If you say that we ate of, good. But if you say on the food that we ate, then you're, then you're a boor. Okay? There's, there's no middle ground. You either or a boor. You go straight to boor. there's no such thing as middle. We only said this when you have three fellows. That's if you didn't mention Hashem's name. But if you have ten people, we're going to say Elo Kenu. Muḥḥa milta. It's obvious that it's Hashem, because you said because you said Hashem's name, and therefore mm-hmm. you're allowed to say alamazon, right? Again, the same idea. Mazon might have might have talked about the host, but once said Elokeinu, it's okay. Kenyan, as we said in the Mishnah, Kenyan Shumavarech. The way he the Mevarich says, that's how they answer after you. Baruch Hashem Elokei Yisrael. That's what you since it says the word "alamazon you see that's okay to say "alamazon" when you say In the case in the Mishnah, they were talking about the guy, say, the guy saying the huge bracha, the one that you say when you have ten thousand people there. But it's the same thing. Once you have ten people and say "elukenu," so there's no ambiguity about who you're talking about, and then it's totally fine. Okay. Now we are now holding about the, middle of the, about the middle of the page third line down at the two dots if you have 11 up to eleven thousand right 10, 10 or ten kasha. it's a this Mishnah is a question contradiction. Amartha, you said in the beginning, Echadasava Echadasarabo, ten thousand or 20,000. Al Maqiya you see that they all the same. then you said, different thing for a hundred, a different thing for ten thousand. So how can you contradict yourself? Make up your mind. The Mishnah is self-contradictory, there's no question about it. Amar i Bussef al answered the question. Lokasha. Ha the end of the Mishnah is we a According to the size of the people, that's how you make a Barakha. the with with different kihilot, you bless Hashem. That sounds like different kihilot sounds like, if you have a small one, you say it like this. If you have a big one, you say it differently. So, from this pasuk, we clearly says that there's different ways to bless Hashem. Amar Rabbi Kiva says, "Ma matzino just like you see in the, in the shul. It's the same kaddish, no matter who you have. So too, when you eat, it's the same thing. The Gemara to Rabbi "What does he do with pasuk makelot elokim?" Right. Rabbi Yisrael had a good pasuk. It said, in assemblages, we thank Hashem. So now, if that's his, that's his pasuk. So then, what's going on? Has Rabbi Yisrael has that pasuk in his Torah? What does he do? He needs it also. He used it for something else, to teach you. Kedetanya, <coughs> Rabbi used to say, Rabbi Yisrael used to say, how do we know? It wasn't just the live people at the Yamsuf who praised Hashem. Even the fetuses in their mother's wombs, while they were swimming around, were able to praise Hashem as well. Shnei Ma'ar, it says, The Mekor is another word. This is this I would say it's a play on words, but in Hebrew... Uh, in the Gemara language, the word mekor refers to womb, refers to a woman's uterus. So Hashem, mimikor Yisrael, makelot is the people. And therefore, mimikor style means, at the wombs of the Jews, they praised Hashem. The he says it from the word mekor, and not from the word makelot. And therefore, since he uses it from the word mekor, and not makelot, he, he's able to do both. <coughs> Beautiful. Amarava. Halacha could be a kiva. He Rav says Halacha is gonna be a Kiva that we do not change. And here's a story that t- tells us the same idea. Rabina Virabhama Barbuzi. Rabbi Rabhaba Barbuzi, equalish, they came to the Reshkut's house. Kam Rabhama V Kamader So Rab Khamish got up and since they had a bunch of people there, he's oh we need a hundred. We're short a few. Let me see if I could collar in a few guys to make up to a hundred. Ama le Ravina, so Ravina told him, Lord you don't have to look for a hundred. Hachi ama Ravah, Kosleva says, ha'achah k'ribi akiva, and therefore, ten is like a hundred. Like Once you have ten, what are you looking for people for? Leave us alone. Okay. Amarava. ki achlinan rifta when we ate bread by the Rehsh house, a political leader of the Jews, v'arikhin shlo'sha we would make zimun in groups of three. Now, at the Rab, at the the they had many, many people there. So, the guys who finished eating would make little zimun groups of three until, and they, then, they, then they would wait there. We'll, then they would wait there till it's over. They're not leaving. They're making little groups of three and in, in this thing. So if something went, ah, if you have ten people, they should make ten. Why did they do ten? Because if they make 10, they, the Rishkotah is going to hear about it. Come on. And he's going to be upset. What do you think you're doing? Three, no one's going to hear. Ten, they, the guy's going to hear about it. He could get upset. So the one, they wait for the Rishkotah. Since there's so much noise, they wouldn't be able to hear his zimun. So therefore they said, it's better that we should make a zimun of... Three and not them. Now the reason why they did it first is because if they would have waited till he did it, since he's doing ten and he's having them all in mind, they wouldn't be able to make zimun after that. So they have to preempt him by threeing. Three, they th- they three themselves and then they sit quietly and they wait there for him to do his zimun. Unless, okay, Amar Tosafa. Is an interesting rabbi. Not a common rabbi. Three fellows who ate bread together. And one guy on his own makes his own B'katamazon. You have this all the time. We're eating together. Whatever. Oh, I made B'katamazon already. What, uh, what's going on? Okay. They could use him him in. By by using him in Zimun. But they, he doesn't cover with them. Because mm-hmm. you can't do Zimun after you benched already. So basically, it's an interesting halakha. According to this rabbi, Rabbi Tosafah, which actually I believe we hold the maaseh, once the guy benched, it's not a problem for the two guys. The two guys can make Zimun on him, they get the mitzvah of doing Zimun, and he doesn't get it. So we're making Zimun, he answers, and he gets no wow. Okay. Wow. <coughs> back to the back to the Gemara. We said Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Ishmael said that you should just say Baruch Hu Hashem Hamvorach. Right. Let's get back to the Mishnah a second. What does it say? Yeah, Hamvorach is the question. Why does it say Hamvorach? He you should say Hamvorach. Right. right. Good. Right. Ra from Bar Papa. Ikla be klishta de Abu Gbeir. Rav Mababava, one of the rabbis we always we're looking forward to see to see him soon, right? He ikla le be klishta de Abu Gbeir. He got to the shul in Abu Gbeir. Kam kara Basifra. He got up and he read the sefer. Va'amar and he said, "Balechu et Hashem." Ve'ishnik and then he was quiet. V'lo aman ha'mevorach. Ivshu kol ama. Everyone yelled, "Balechu et Hashem ha'mevorach." Ama Ravah, so Ravah said, "Patya <laughs> Uchma, you black Kelly, Behada Plugta Alam why are you getting involved in a Machloket to say such a thing? Right? Kribi <laughs> 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 we all like Rabbi Ishmael, so therefore, why are you getting involved in saying Baruch <laughs> Huot Hashem, we'am You get first of all, you're getting involved in a Machloket, and second of all, what, the minhag is against you, now, what does that mean? What, what does that mean? What are you getting involved in Machwoka for? He has no choice. He has to pick one side. So Rashi explains that Rabbi Akiva doesn't disagree that Baruch Hashem and is okay. Rabbi Akiva just says it's enough to say Baruch Hashem. Uh-huh. So therefore, they're asking him if you could be c- cover all the bases by Baruch Hashem and what do you do? Baruch Hashem? Who, who asked you to get involved? You, you're sticking your nose up. I hold these right. Who cares what you hold? Cover both bases. Okay. So he wasn't happy about that at all. Mishnah. Says the new Mishnah, and this Mishnah is the is the Gemara we just quoted this now. Says the Mishnah, Mishnah. Gimel Shach Lukachat. If three guys ate together, and not the shame of the they are not permitted to split. Like we said, you can't split. You're not going to have Zimun. Chen Dalit, you have four. You also can't split. Chen Chamisha, you have five. You can't split. You're not going to have two Zimuns, right? You have uh, three and two, so the two guys are in trouble. Vav, Six is okay. Ad asra till you get to ten. Six, seven, eight, nine, no problem. Switch to three and four. four. three and five, no problem. Three and six, no problem. When you get to ten, you can't split no more. Because now, you could say no. Okay? Asra and al Ten can't split till you get to twenty. Right? Yeah. Good. This is obvious, right? Shtech abudot, shayu ochlin, bevatechat. If you have two groups eating together, mm-hmm. let's say you have five guys in one, and while one, five guys in the next place, one room, next room. If part of them can see each other, they can count the Zimun. But if they can't see each other, and each one makes their own Zimun. So in a restaurant, if you have five guys and five guys next to you on a table, you can, can see, see each other, you can make zimun if yes. Didn't you say that, say in the beginning, let us all sit together and eat? Revis Kemera, we learned, said you have yeah. to be able to hear them. Now we're saying, you have to see. be able to yell at them and then he. need to Hold they on, that was referring to, could you pause this? And v'alchim, and v'alchim alayin at shiiten le tocho mayin. You can't make a bracha on wine unless you put some water in it. It seems like in the olden days, Wine without water was yuch. So therefore, until you put water in, it was not fit to drink, and you can't make a berachah. be the But the rabbis say you can't make a barakah. Okay. Now the Gemara is asking my kamashlon on the first step. We said, three people eat together? They're, they're not allowed to split. Now, if you'll remember, the first mishnah in our said, shlosha they have to make zimon. So it's not... Well, so, so you, you said there's a possibility that two can also. Remember we had that whole macho case? So wow, what, what does that help happen? Maybe two again? can, but three is better. Let two can. Either, either way, can, we, we okay. can't split. Two, two for sure, three for sure can not split. Right. Because one guy can't make zimun for sure. Okay? Okay. Okay. Tanina, chadizimna, gimel shaklu ka chayivim nizamen. So zimun, no. Ha kamashman, pay attention. It's talking about a... Our Mishnah is talking about a particular case? <gasps> what particular case? <laughs> like the famous thing Rabbi You know what that means, right? You know what Rabbi Mashwal said? No. Yeah, okay, good. Don't worry. The Gemara will tell you. <laughs> says the Gemara. <laughs> you have three guys who sit, who sat to eat together. And they didn't start eating yet. They're not allowed to split. Three people only sat to eat. They didn't eat. Now, some say. When they sat to eat, they already started eating, but they didn't eat a kazayat. But they washed and ate a little bit. But they didn't eat a kazayet, so not kayav. You have to you have to stay together. Wow. Okay. Right? Yeah. Hold on. Let me just see what's going on here. I got a little. You have another version of the same thing. This is what it means to say in the Mishnah. Three people who sat down to eat together. Even though they're not on the same tab, each guy's eating his sandwich from home and therefore eating his own sandwich, still ain't Roshim They still have to make the same Bukat Mazon. You would have thunk in the first Mishnah alone, that you only have to make zimun, when we're all eat, invited to eat the same food. But if everyone's got his own sandwich, you might have thunk that he's okay. Comes our Mishnah to tell you, no, you don't. Inami, another answer. Ki like the famous name of You know what Rahuna says, right? The Amar because says, Mishosh Yeah, this is an interesting one. Three people who came from three different groups already. Which means... He had three guys who were part of other groups. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a machlok at Rishonim exactly how they how these guys kissed the other groups. They're not supposed to leave the other groups, right? mm-hmm. either. They didn't follow the rules and they left. It was eleven or twelve. Or yeah, it yeah. was more guys. was yeah. right? eleven. They but still, leave. they can't leave. You know, it was five. Why did you, you leave? leave? Why not? We said, Rabbi, we said at, least eleven at least could, No, eleven five could, could go. You have leave. Five could do simu. No, five can't leave. one guy leave. Five could leave. Nobody, nobody six could go. 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 Five five leave nobody could leave six, seven, eight could leave you broke off on your own you did something wrong you did something wrong you can't do something wrong either way let's see okay there's other ways that he didn't do something wrong by the way there's other ways that he didn't do something wrong that he went because he didn't eat enough or he didn't start whatever or they already made zimun right they came from three different groups and they gathered together they can't split up As long as they came from three groups that had three people. Okay? At least three. Right. There was a fourth? Yeah. Right. There was a fourth. Now, Rashi says even though they didn't eat together in the third group, right, which means, in other words, we all ate in our own three Zimun groups and all of us broke off and now we're sitting together and we're playing Parcheesi. We're not eating. But since we all had Zimun and we're all together, we need a new Zimun now. Okay? Now that's a big chidush. This Rav Huna is a big thing. That's why I asked you. You didn't, you didn't hear Rav Huna yet? <laughs> Amar Ravah. Ravah said, <laughs> That's only if they didn't make Zimun on them in their place. When they left. Welcome I to Amin. I mean, but if they made Zimun on them in their place, parach Zimun m'naihu. They lost their zimun and then stuck. they stuck to Kamehik zimun when they get together. Amar So Ava says, Mina Aminala." How can I prove my statement to you? Now this statement just needs a lot of work. The connection is interesting. Again, we're trying to learn the laws of zimun from the laws of kilim. tameh, Obviously, right? Of course. The Tanayim we learned the Mishnah in kilim. Everyone should be familiar with this Mishnah. It's a famous Mishnah. Mitah guy has a bed <laughs> that they stole half your bed I guess you think people steal a lot nowadays you see, those old days you had to, to, <laughs> to, 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 to half the bed gone, not a mattress Headboards. the actual bed, the actual bed frame he come back missing his, he, got, he, got, he got the headboard missing got the footboard missing, I don't know what right, or that's one way, wow. so you either they stole half or sheavda chetzia. Or half of it got lost, you left it in the train station. Mm. Or Sheikh wow. Achin or Or the, the the brothers inherited it from their father and they said, Listen, I got half, you got half. Okay. You take the headboard, you take the bed, you take the footboard. Right? Or shoot or you have partners, they, they, they bought a bed together and decided to cut it in half. Tehoda. At that point, it no longer accepts Tuma. Since it's not a full bed. A full bed is a keli which will accept tuma. A partial bed is not used for used for much. And since it's not a full keli, it's tehorah. Even if it would now go into, even if it now would go into an oil mit okay. it it could be in a in a house with a dead body. And you could have a full bed will be Tamer. And this half bed that's sitting there doesn't need to go to the mikveh. Why does it have to go to the mikvah? doesn't go to the mikveh because it's only ever met. And ever met is not just taught I mean, can't you use it for like a child? You she could use it for it like other things, a, but that's not considered not, a thing. Okay. <laughs> if they put it back together, yeah. it's not. Backwards, it doesn't get tum'ah backwards. But from now, here on out, if they'll bring a dead body into the house, it will be it will become Tamil. So we see mikano leba'in alma. We see from here kevin de palgua since they split it when they split it parachle tumamine. the tuma is gone from it. Hachanami in our case also kevin da azmin alaihu since the fellows in the original group made zimun on the fellow right parach zimun be zimun minaihu. <laughs> <laughs> a bed. Okay. <laughs> Let's, the head, the put, split <laughs> <laughs> Let's get clarity over here. You would. Um, this is an interesting one. Uh, a lot of ink spilled on this connection. Um, I'm going to read you what the article says. Okay. 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 For the first time. For just as the bed's previous tuma, which was contingent on its being classified as a bed does not automatically return with its reclassification as a bed, so too, the zimun obligation does not return with the reclassification as a group of three. Which means, they had a zimun before, and since it really, really left, just like the bed really stopped becoming tameh, so too, these fellows really, really lost their zimun when they did it. Coming back together afterwards... Now I'm together with three guys. does not get us back. It's not a real proof, I'd say. Okay, maybe. Okay, says so the Mishnah. Is that approving the second line of the Gemara, what you are saying? Which second on line? On the second line. You mm-hmm. said once, the, the only time you land. No, you're, Ad- Ad- Muna, so yeah, that's right, you it's the yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Okay. Now, back to the Mishnah. We said if there's two groups that were eating in one house, if they could see each other, we said, if they were eating, Elu at Elu, Mind. Yeah, they could combine. Says the Tana, We learned In Hebrayta, the shamosh can put them together. Sometimes it can happen. You can have a sabbat in two houses. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't have a room in one house, put the men in one house and the ladies in the next house. Right? If the same caterer is catering both sabbats, in theory, that's like a shamosh mitzalfay. And you could say that the zimun could go together People in both houses can answer the same one. Okay. Because the waiter acts like a connection between the two? Correct. That's what the Gemara is saying right now. It's a brightah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Says the Mishnah, And with varachin alayin, you can't make a beracha on the wine so unless you, you can can put some water inside. Okay. All right. And the Chalim disagreed. Mm-hmm. Tanur anam we learned in the in a Yayin, if you have wine, ad shilolatan letochomayim, before you put water into it, there are two laws that apply. Mishnah only mentioned Beracha. The Braita is going to mention two laws. And Number one is you can't make a Giffin. Rather you say Seemingly is because in order to, generally every grape was Haetz. When you upgrade it to a higher class beverage, so you upgrade it to a gefin. This that you haven't put any water in, is unupgraded, and therefore it'll stay Hayat. And not only that, that's but that's halacha number one that we knew already from the Mishnah. menu yeah. says the Mishnah you could use it finitilat yadayim. Why should you be able to use it yadayim? Answer is that the the term according to this Tana, the term that's used for. Anything that's not wine is called meh perot, water of fruit. So if you have uh, orange juice, that would be water of fruit. Unless you make wine out of it, then it becomes wine. So until it's wine, it's me something. And mayim is good for the yadayim. But once you put a little water in it, you've just wined it. And once it's wine, it's no longer fit for the for yadayim. When you put mayim inside of it, then it becomes bore priya right? And you can't use it for ends. hands. the but the rabbis say, Either way, it's a geffen. And you can never use it for the no matter what. Says the Gemara. Okay, so that's the two opinions. Okay. Which rabbi does Shmuel's statement go like, who says, There's a machloket, whether a person is allowed to use bread for a purpose. We're going to see soon, let's say a guy's got a um, tray of food, and it's got gravy coming out, and he wants to just wipe it up. He's got extra bread, he'll just use it to wipe it up. He's not eating the bread anyway. Can he use bread for a purpose that he needs? And the, and the rabbi said that you can. That has to fit like the because the is letting you wash the T'ilat yadaim with, with the strong wine. So if he's letting you wash with wine, make it with the super strong wine, that's no good. I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, that must go like a beer, the Ezer. Mm-hmm. Now we have an interesting statement. Mm-hmm. The rabbis who say that it's always a Giffin, they admit to the beer, the Ezer, Because if you're making a adus... over there, they agree you can't make a gift until you put water in. Why? My time, huh? It seems like when you're making Kiddush, it has to be... Choice. Choi- choice. choice. Okay, good. Choice this manner. Good. It has to be proper. And therefore, the way to do that is to put water. So we agree you can make Hagefin if you're just in a restaurant and they serve it to you, then you can make Hagefin on this type of wine. But, making Adus? Aib. you can't do that. You have to have water, otherwise you can't use it. Now, Vidaban, Banan, Lemay how do they let you do it, how do they make you berachah on the wine? It's not fit for anything. It's good for kurtaya. Obviously, if it's good for kurtaya, it's fine. Now, kurtaya is some kind of is some kind of medicine. I don't know what they do it for, but they use it for some kind of medicine. Good. Therefore, it's some kind of medicinal thing. It has a, they, they, they make some things out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the article os- 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 has something else. You don't put water in this one? So yeah, this is a non-water one. Either oh, it's water. Yes, it's good for some things, and therefore you can make a gift. Okay. Now, once we're on the subject of using bread for other things, okay. the Gemara is going to discuss that now. There are four things we said about bread. Number one. And you can't put raw meat on bread. Everyone knows that raw meat carries diseases. Mm-hmm. And you can't put it on the bread because you're making the bread unedible. And don't eat the plenty of meat to eat raw, Rabbi. Corona. <inaudible> <inaudible> beef tartar, carpaccio. It's a lot of stuff. There's plenty of meat to eat. With the... Uh, the beef tartar and carpaccio, are they spiced? Cured, yes. Cured, They're cured. okay. Cured. Curing. Raw, raw, raw mamas raw. Yeah. Raw, yeah. Uh, yeah from the butcher. A, there's a type of cookie, it's no? Right. Okay? You know, all that juice that comes in the bottom. They put they put those little papers in the bottom of the package to soak up the juice? You want that juice on your bread? Okay. Right? Okay. You can't pass a full cup of wine over bread that's going to spill. You can't chuck the bread. You can't support a plate with bread. Okay. okay. Everyone's got a problem with the pot. Um don't throw it like that one if you look at Rashi you're going to see a little proof to debate yourself in a second well let, let's see here's the story ready mm-hmm. I know I know what everyone's talking about everyone's father throws bread at the table I got that so does mine don't worry <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs> they, they ate bread together <laughs> they brought in front of them Rimon, Rimon and mm-hmm. dates. Okay. okay, very good. Shaka mozuchah patak le-kameh de ravashi. This, this Mozuchah took a, pe- a piece of meat, and he threw it in front of Ravashi. Amar les, Ravashi told him lo mor Doesn't the rabbi hold of what it says in the writer? And So Mozuchah answered haubipatanya. Let's talk about bread. Let's not talking about food. That's bread. Yeah. I, I threw you a piece of meat. I didn't I throw know, you. I just took the second, threw it, the room, the room. I didn't, It doesn't say how I mean, far it was, but maybe maybe he tossed it down across to his plate. I don't know what he did. let see. Threw the meat. He threw the meat. Yes, this is a, a, a Amor, Amor throwing meat, and the other Amora is telling him, "Hello." Uh, he forgot about the brayta. He says, "No, you, only, you don't understand the brayta. I know the brayta. <laughs> you don't know about the brayta." Okay, <laughs> eat the meat and be quiet. Okay. Vahatanya. <laughs> Didn't we learn in the bright yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You can't just like you can't throw pot, you can't throw any food. So Mazutra wasn't he wasn't cowed by that. we have another that says, and there's another bright that says, even though you can't throw pot, you can't throw One's talking about something that's going to get ruined, and one's not going to get ruined. And when I threw the bread, I didn't throw it, like Ralph said, across the whole room. The meat, I I went the meat at you, I didn't throw it across (laughs) all the room. I give it a little toss onto your plate, and relax, it wasn't going to get ruined, and therefore there's no rule against doing it. It's fine. Yeah. So they're just teaching you how to be. Now, after this Gemara is done, it would sound to many people that you're not allowed to throw bread at all. Because mm-hmm. we said only things that are not going to get ruined. Well, but bread you can never throw. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like, right? Yeah. But if you look at Rashi... Bread doesn't get ruined. Hold on, you want to hit that place? Yeah, here we go, we got to keep going. Tanur Rabbanam, Tanu 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 we learned in a bright time. Mamshikhin ya'in betinut. We're still good, 43. Relax. Don't worry, as <laughs> we're only in 43, so everything's Okay? Okay. Um Tanur Tanur Rabbanan. Tanur Rabbanan. Le- chatan You could pour let wine throw pipes. flow through pipes before the Khatanikala. It seems like that was a way of showing Uh, that the the, the prosperity they're gonna pour wipes, they have these pipes, I guess glass pipes, and you're watching the wine going through the pipes. And this, it looks beautiful instead of having water, they're having wine going through it. Ah. Hold on, Ah, and they'll throw in front of them toasted wheat, okay, wheaties, and egozim in the summer, but not in the winter. But baked rolls, he can't throw them, not in the winter or the summer. Says Rashi. Rice. What does that mean, baked rice? Baked rolls. Rashi says, yes. Even during the summer, they get ruined when you chuck them. Mm-hmm. Said my brother Yehuda to me this afternoon, Hashem he says, look, you see that after the Gemara is over, the Gemara still says that the reason, one second, that the, no, that the reason why you can't throw the bread is because it's going to get ruined. In the sun. Which, which makes, uh, always, well, always. why don't you just tell me that you can't throw bread because we never throw bread. Mm-hmm. Why are you saying you can't throw bread because it's going to get ruined. Must be Obviously machine. Rashi's understanding that if it doesn't get, you, get, ruined, it doesn't get ruined you can throw the bread. <laughs> this diuk is made by none other than Beit Yosef. So he looks at this Rashi and says, "Oh, why is Rashi saying this? So the Beit Yosef actually sounds like it should be okay. The Mishnah Brewer says that it's Asur and you can never ever throw bread like it more or sounds. And the Beit Yosef and others sound more like that you are allowed to throw bread mm-hmm. why, if it's not going to get ruined. Why do we Assyrians <laughs> like to throw the bread? Is it oh, a good sign? So my brother, Rabbi Raymond, when he was in Porat Yosef over 30, almost 30 years ago, he asked, Allah Shalom Chacham Ben about this. Who, as is well known, married a Syrian girl, okay. uh, just like Hamoabnia at the time, married a Syrian girl. I'm and <laughs> <laughs> most of us here, most of us here, and he said the reason why. You, and by the way, he also knew a lot about this Sion, and he he was Persian, and he said they all, he also threw bread, and he said that the reason why they threw bread is to show chavivut hamitzvah. Just like in the Mizbeach, in the Beit HaMikdash, we the Kohanim tossed the pieces of, of, meat. of meat onto the fire to show chavivut. So too we toss the bread specifically to show chavivut, as long as it doesn't get ruined, of course but they want to say that it's okay for that okay let's continue that's from the Rashi look says Rashi even in the summer you can't throw in front of the Kala bread because it gets ruined what do you mean because it gets ruined you can't throw because you can never throw it what are you talking about I thought you can never throw bread oh you can throw it if it doesn't get ruined oh okay yeah, okay, Amen, <laughs>